Hey guys, what's up? This is Lance John from the Pondering Nerdcast, and I'm here with uh, Captain Zorik. Captain Zorik. And uh, you were Captain Zorik famed of the Big Apple Con, correct? Or was it called something else before that? Uh, nope, the Big Apple Convention is big in the Big Apple Convention. Uh, well, it's kind of a funny story because about 20 years ago, there was going to be a big comic convention in... Uh, at the Javits Center, not the New York Comic Con, the big read pop thing, but something uh, by a local comic convention organizer, but it got canceled at the last moment. Uh, well, Wednesday before the Saturday, and Michael Carbonaro and a friend of his got into a taxi cab with a phone book, and that, that night they had found a new location in which to hold a convention, and Saturday morning came, Saturday morning in 1996, and the doors opened, and the fans streamed in, and they called it Hallelujah Con. But you can look up the history on Wikipedia. That was essentially the first Big Apple convention, and... and uh, it's been the Big Apple Convention or the Big Apple Comic Con uh, ever since, except for a few years when it was owned by Wizard, and it was the Wizard World Big Apple Con. But uh, it's reverted back to the, its ownership is reverted back to Michael Carbonaro, and for the second year in a row, Big Apple Convention is back. Ah, cool, cool, classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> had rise, and then rise some more. Now it's back to the ownership of the original guys, and uh, I'm sure you guys are probably very proud of that as well. If uh, yeah, well, the Big Apple Comic Con is New York's longest running convention. We were holding uh, conventions from, uh, uh, we were holding four, five, six conventions a year for all through the late '90s and the '00s, back when nobody else could hold a convention in New York that lasted more than a year or two or three. And but it's just important for Carbonaro and for the staff of Big Apple Convention that there is an affordably priced, manageably sized, locally owned comic book convention here in New York City. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And um, so you say you've been the longest running. Um, you can look it up. We are the longest running from from uh, from 1996 to this year. This is our 20th year. Of holding wow. convention, uh, that this is our twentieth year since the original Big Apple Con. Now, even when Wizard bought up and branded Big Apple Con Wizard World Big Apple Con for three years, and then didn't have a Big Apple Con for two years, Carbonaro was still holding one convention a year, a one-day show he called the New York, <coughs> sorry, the New York Comic Book Marketplace. Hmm. He kept that going every year, so there is a continuity of Carbonaro conventions that lasts even through the Big Apple Con, even through the Wizard World years, and even through the years that there was no actual convention called Big Apple Con. It's a little confusing, I know. <laughs> and five years is a long time in, in pop culture history. Mm. So we do run into people saying, Big Apple Con, yeah, that was originally Wizard. No, it was originally Carbonaro. Wizard had it for a while. Now it's back to the original owners. Yeah, you got to set them straight. You know? yeah. Let them know. know. Know your history, I say. Right, right. And you guys have uh, an event coming up very soon in a couple of days. Absolutely. Uh, one of the biggest one-day shows ever we're working towards 
It's at uh, the Penn Plaza Pavilion, which is on 33rd Street and 7th Avenue in the corner of the Hotel Pennsylvania, right across the street from the entrance to Penn Station, so it's real easy to get to, right across the street from the entrance to Madison Square Garden. Uh, on Saturday, March 5th, 33rd Street and 7th Avenue, the Big Apple Convention, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., if you pay a little extra to get your early entry admission tickets, you can get in at 9 a.m. Nice, nice. Um, what are some of the guests that um, people should be looking forward to that's going to be there? If you can talk about it. Oh, of yeah. course I can talk about it. That's <laughs> how you know. The, the, the first rule of comic conventions is talk about comic conventions. Yes. Uh, our <laughs> biggest guests are Jason David Frank, who nice. many people know as Tommy, the original Green Ranger, uh, and Lori Petty, who many people know as uh, Tank Girl. We've also got folks like Kathy Garver, who was the voice of Firestar from... Uh, from uh, uh, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends cartoon. Uh, she's also recently released her book about her time on the TV show A Family Affair, and we'll be signing that at the convention. Mm. Uh, we've also got... Uh, oh, darn it, what's his name? Uh, he was on... Uh, um, well, he's in an episode or two of Gotham. And uh, if you go to the website, nycbm.com, uh, because that was the website for the New York Comic Book Marketplace, NYCBM. You can see all of our major guests there, but this is a comic convention. And some people forget that comic conventions actually have something to do with comic books. Mm. And New York, and the Big Apple Con has always had a very good relationship with the top names, the living legends of comic books, and have been able to bring you these top-level guests to an affordably priced and manageably sized convention. So we got Neil Adams. Hmm. And Neil Adams is basically one of the revolutionaries in comics. He brought a style of realism to comic books in the 60s that had never been seen before. He was also one of the great motivators during the uh, 70s on the campaign towards creators' rights and getting people like Joe Siegel and Jerry Schuster, who created Superman, some recognition and payment from DC Comics for all the hard work that they've done. We've also got Jim Steranko, who uh, was also a revolutionary Silver Age comic book artist uh, with his work in, uh, in Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and, uh, introducing elements of surrealism and psychedelia into comics. And few artists who have done... So so few actual comic books have had such an impact on comics. He is also a very significant uh, uh, historian of comic books. He had some of the earliest scholarly works about the history of comics. Duranko's History of Comics, Volumes 1 and 2, published in the 1970. A man of very strong opinions and very great uh, publishing acumen. So these are just two of the... We also have Ramona Fraden, who drew Brenda Starr Reporter and is one of the living legend, legends when you're looking at women in comics. Not a thing to miss. Um, we've had a lot of uh, classic Golden Age artists at our convention who are no longer with us. So the numbers of these people from the Golden and Silver Age are getting smaller and smaller every year. Alan Bellman one of the few 
golden age comic book artist still around is going to be at our show. Anyone who wants to get in touch with the roots of comics really ought to go there and meet these guys. Wow. Something like it's a, an event you cannot miss. Oh, and definitely. Especially if you're in New York City or you're traveling here or just visiting. Just uh, I would say definitely check it out. Um, definitely, if if not for the other people who are going to be there, but definitely for the history of comic books with the the Silver Age and the Golden Age um, artists oh. and creators. Oh yeah, we've got uh, folks like Rich Buckler, um, Tom Palmer. Um, we've also got uh, more recent superstars like uh, um, David Lloyd, the guy who drew V for Vendetta, mm. and Riley Riley. Damn it, I forgot my cheat sheet. <laughs> Artist for Deadpool. You like the Deadpool movie? Come see the guy who draws them. Nice. Uh, mm. But we're also proud that comic books are a living thing. We have got the biggest collection of up-and-coming indie artists at the Big Apple Con ever that we've had. We've got over 50 uh, I think I added up about 58 independent comic book artists or more. Maybe, maybe when you added up the people who are sharing tables, over 60. Um, not as many as the Museum of Comic and Comics, uh, Cartoon and Comics Arts Fest. But you really ought to see what new artists are doing these days. Uh, a lot of them are telling personal stories that uh, literally reject the aesthetics of traditional superhero comics to tell their personal stories but then you've got others who are trying to uh who are trying to be as good as and some of them are as good as the artists that are out there today they just haven't gotten their break mm. so they get their little tables there and they get the, they've got their own original stories to sell and you you can get to see what you don't see in the comic book shops by going to these conventions and seeing these stories. And perhaps you'll have a collector's item that, uh, because these kids will be rich and famous someday. Erica Henderson is not going to be at our convention, but she's an example of a, uh, independent comic book artist who got out of art school and just kept on working, kept on going to conventions. And now she's doing, uh, uh things like, uh, like uh, a squirrel girl from Marvel and other stuff like that. Mm. She's not going to be at our show, but she's a friend of mine, so I'm giving her a shout out. But like I say, we got over 60 artists. You never know who's going to be the next Erica Henderson, who's going to be the next Rich Buckler, who's going to be the next Jim Steranko when you go to see these comics at these uh, at our convention. Could you tell me um, all these years of doing this uh, the the, com the convention? What has been your most favorite? Um, con that you know which year or moment that you've had since you've been there oh it's hard to say um there we had uh frank miller and neil adams nice. do a panel about uh, about batman and daredevil and stuff that was particularly awesome we uh i do a lot of the celebrity interview panels at the convention mm. and there was one year we had well, we could put it lots of day, lots of ways. The newest and oldest, the youngest and oldest, the biggest and smallest, or the tallest and shortest uh, <laughs> actors in Star Wars. We had Jake Lloyd and uh, and uh, Logan, Josh Logan, uh, who played Anakin Skywalker and young Boba Fett, along with. Peter Mayhew and David Prowse, Chewbacca and Darth Vader in one awesome panel. Nice. Uh, we had uh, 
we had a, a kind of a threes company almost reunion oh, in wow. which we had uh, Priscilla Barnes and Joyce DeWitt, but we also had Aaron Moran from Happy Days. <laughs> and what was fascinating about that was seeing how these three actresses have, uh, who are no longer, uh, their shows were canceled long ago, but how the three of them have managed their lives and careers since then. Uh, Joyce DeWitt still has the same haircut, still looks beautiful, uh, but is definitely is definitely and deservedly living off of those years of Three's Company mm-hmm. by keeping that same look. Priscilla Barnes is still a working actress and is constantly working and being in shows. Aaron Moran uh, is gotten away from uh had uh has gotten away from uh her happy days and come back a little bit and that was like the week before the 50th anniversary or whatever anniversary reunion of can't be 50 maybe 30th anniversary reunion of happy days mm-hmm. so meeting her in person and then a week later seeing on her t- seeing her on tv it's f- really fascinating getting to see these uh media celebrities and talking to them uh about their careers yeah um, at a convention, well, I've been to a few conventions in my time, and I've always been in awe of like the people who come and cosplay. Um, is that a big thing at this convention? Or oh, it's huge! Can, yeah, it's amazing. It hit us like a steamroller last year. Oh wow! Um, yeah, see. But 20 years ago, is it that long? No, it's more like 10, 15. Yeah, it is 20 years ago. Um, at the Big Apple Con, there was advertised a costume contest, and we weren't really sure it was going to happen. But uh, I had started working for the convention in very limited degree, and I said, hey, Mike, <clears throat> there are people in costume here. What do you mean you're going to cancel the, con- the costume contest? And I'm sure he'll never admit that he wanted to. But um, <laughs> but uh, I grabbed the three, four people who had uh, who had costumes on, and I said, come on, there's a costume contest downstairs. And I put them up there, and we had no judges, so I just did. Uh, I developed the Captain Zorik applausometer. And, <laughs> and those of you with sharp hearing can see me demonst- can hear me demonstrating the applausometer in front of the microphone. Um and so I started promoting it and spreading the word and I started getting sponsors for it. Halloween Adventure has always been a loyal sponsor. They're sponsoring us again with a $100 gift certificate. Um, Midtown Comics, always a loyal sponsor. They've got some $20 and $25 gift certificates to give away. Forbidden Planet, they've got a $100 gift bag of stuff uh, to give away. Always been loyal sponsors. We've also got, uh, if you go to my webpage, uh, com slash costume contest, and Zorik is spelled Z-O-R-I-K-H, com slash costume contest. You can see all the prizes we got lined up. We, got, we also have passes to the Discovery Center, which has its current Vikings exhibit and Star Wars, the Power of Costume exhibit. Mm. Anyway, so I started recruiting these prizes, these sponsors to the costume contest, and it just started growing. Some years were bigger, some years were smaller, but we always had a good number of, of people and a good number of prizes. Um, then, while Big Apple Con was under... Uh, Wizard World branding. Mm-hmm. They also Wizard World has its own costume contest brand, right. and so Captain Zorik's costume contest 
uh, was going elsewhere to places like the Wicked Fair and things like that. Um, but uh, <clears throat> Wizard World had its celebrity judges and they had all that. And they were all, there is a network, there is a track uh, it was during those years that the term cosplay supplanted the term costume contest with regards to what's happening at a convention. Mm -hmm. And I got to love what cosplayers are doing. They have spread the culture of wearing costumes into new and amazing places. I'm just a trad traditionalist and it's a costume, costume, damn it. <laughs> Darn it, get off my lawn. But... I welcome everybody who wears a costume to my costume contest, regardless of what you call what you're doing in a costume. I have always thought that it's not just about putting on a costume. It's about what you bring to the costume. Can you be the character? Can you present yourself? And when you do that, when you get up there on a stage with a in a costume, if you be the costume you can use your character to overcome whatever shortcomings may be in your costume and that's why i don't have celebrity judges that's why i give it to the audience this is a show I appreciate the fact that there are competitions in which you are judged on your costuming excellence I appreciate that there are plenty of places to go and do that and there is a and those people who work very hard on those costumes have those places to go, and I am happy for that. But the people in the audience, they got to have something too. I want to give the people in the audience a reason to come to the show. I don't want them to have to sit there while the judges are doing their hard and valuable work of looking at the details of the costume. I want them to be entertained. And also, we only have one panel room, folks. We want to put a lot of panel programming in that room over the course of the day. We don't have the time to let the uh, judges count, seam, uh, count stitches and then go back and then do their judging and tabulate the results and then come back. We're getting it all done right there on the spot we're going to have fun this is for the people this is for the entertainment and this is for the costume people who want to get up there and entertain people with their costumes and with their characters and with their cosplay you want to get up there and entertain people come come to this costume contest and you will get up there you will turn in the little card that you filled out and you got a minute say your name say the name of the character and give me your character you got a minute do something and then I will turn to the audience and say, what do you think, folks? Hit it. And we will have the Captain Zorik applause-a-meter judging your applause. And I will take that card and I will lay it on the table. Then the next person will, and then you'll go off stage. The next person will come up, hand in their card, do what they got to do. We will judge it. I will take that card and according to the applause-a-meter, I will either put it to the left or to the right of the other cards on the table or wherever in the, you know, and we shall proceed that way, slipping the cards into the, into the layout of the cards on the table from the left to go up, from the right to go down by level of applause, judged by the applause meter. And at the end of the contest, I'm just going to go from right to left and 
that's who won the contest. <laughs> you get up, and our table, with all our gift certificates, with the prizes <clears throat> that are being donated by, uh, by uh, Forbidden Planet, Midtown Comics, Halloween Adventure, Discovery Center, I believe that our uh, cosplay groups are going to be contributing some prizes too. We got DC Cosplayers East and Marvel Cosplay Network. Mm. And uh, last year, cosplay hit the Big Apple Con so big. It was the return of the Big Apple Con. We had we had been working with New York Winter Con out at the out at uh, the Resorts World Casino, and they hit Big Apple Con so hard that. We had like 75 contestants, but you know what? Every single one of them got a prize. We had that many prizes, and we had that many awesome people bringing up their awesome costumes. It was a beautiful thing. There's a magic to it. If You, you ever see uh, um, that Oscar-winning film um, about Shakespeare that came out in the year that two movies with Queen Elizabeth and Joseph Fiennes were nominated for Oscars. Shakespeare in Love. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember how the producer of the play, it, when it looked like everything was falling apart, says, mm. it's a mystery. <laughs> but it happened. Mm. So there's a magic to pulling together these costume contests. And every year, something magic happens, and it always works. The guy who came as the bad Anakin Skywalker, mm. he actually won a, a what do you call it? What I'd call a wild card playoff oh. to get the lightsaber, the Force FX lightsaber that was being given away by the New York Jedi that year. Nice. And the New York Jedi, by the way, are going to be at our convention. Uh, after nice. all the costume business is done, they're going to close the show at 5 o'clock with a performance and instruction period. And every kid who comes to the Big Apple contest, uh, comp Big Apple convention, 12 and under, is going to get a lightsaber. Um, also, those cosplay groups I mentioned, before our costume contest, we heard you, cosplayers, these cosplayers live to go to conventions and have photo shoots. And last year, the venue, the big at, at the Penn Plaza Pavilion, I'm going to go out there and admit, because of the economics of running a convention, we didn't have the space for that many cosplayers to have their photo shoot. They had to go outside. Fortunately, there's a wonderful plaza right across the street, uh, right across 7th Avenue at 33rd Street, where they had an awesome photo shoot. This year, we're going to have the photo shoot in the panel room. We have blocked 30 to 45 minutes of time, starting at 3.30, before the costume contest for your DC Comics cosplayers and your Marvel Comics cosplayers to get up on stage and have your freaking photo shoot. It's going to be awesome. Adina Perez and um, Darlene Marie uh, have uh, organized these cosplay groups to do their photo shoots we got professional cosplay photographers it's going to be all over the interwebs and then after the costume contest we're going to have captain zorik's patented costume after costume after contest costume photo shoot there's going to be mashups there's going to be arrangements there's going to be this versus that um we're going to be making up categories on the spot mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you were in the costume contest or not or what kind of character you are we're 
that's going to be what's after the costume contest. And in the middle, you can be a superhero, a supervillain, comic books, uh, anime, manga, video games, science fiction, fantasy, horror, pop culture, Charlie Chaplin. Come on <laughs> up there, strut your stuff on the stage. The audience is going to let you know how much they love you. Nice. Definitely come out and represent yeah. whatever your, your, your love is. Your cosplay like. flavor. Yeah, It sounds like the place to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, let's uh, round this up. Uh, where can people find you in particular online if they wanted to get in contact with you about this convention or any other convention that you're doing other other works? Well, look at Facebook and go to Facebook and search for Big Apple Convention. You will find our Facebook page. You can send us a message through there. Uh, there is also a group, a chat group about the Big Apple Convention. It's cool. called Big Apple Convention or Big Apple Comic Con. If you type in Big Apple Con into Facebook, you will find both the group and the uh, and the page. Uh, there, you also find the event page. Um, if you're coming, go there, and that's. Those three pages are where you'll find the most updated announcements of what we got going on. Uh, of course, go to the website, nycbm.com. That's our official website. You can get tickets online. They're 20 bucks for grown-ups, 10 bucks for kids. Uh, there'll be more at the door. Tickets will be at the door, but they will cost more at the door. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, just let me also plug. Do your math, everybody. 50 years ago, what year was it? Okay, it was 1966. Quick, <laughs> name something comic book related that happened in 1966. Go. Uh, I wasn't alive then. <laughs> okay, yeah, but let me just let me hum a little tune. Name this tune. <laughs> yes, the Batman TV show yeah. came on. How about name this tune? You've got possibilities. No, it's a popular. It's it's a standard that is used at auditions for broad, female Broadway singers all the time, and it was from a Broadway show called "It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman" mm. that also came out in 1966. How about another superhero that came out in 1966, who also who shares a name with a particular political movement that has been in the news rate lately, especially after Beyonce's performance in the Super Bowl. Black Panther. There you go. Came out in 1966. Product of Jack Kirby. Uh, another superhero that came out was Captain Marvel. The Captain Marvel from MF Enterprises, who said the who said the uh, the word split to separate into body parts. Mm. Uh, it was a big year for comic books and pop culture, and we have not one, not two, but three panels about element about different parts of 1966 the year in comics including mm -hmm. black panther including batman and uh another panel about charlton comics it was a big year so our big theme in our panels is 1966 it was 50 years ago today so those mm -hmm. of you who are into comic book history come to this you'll want to go to those panels and if you're not go to them anyway maybe you'll learn something and get a new appreciation for the impact of comic books on history that's what anniversary years are all about to remember what happened and how important these years were in history it was 50 years ago today 1966 in comics
at the Big Apple Convention this Saturday at the Penn Plaza Pavilion, 33rd Street and 7th Avenue. Go to the website nycbm.com or just look for Big Apple Con on Facebook. Nice, nice. Uh, thank you for coming by to speak to uh, you know the Pondering Nerds crew and everything. We definitely appreciate you. Uh, and um, you and for those of you who are going to be there, you'll probably see us there as well. The Pondering Nerds crew will be there. Uh, if you want to check us out, uh, the other podcast that we do, which is Pondering Nerdcast, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And you can definitely find us on GameRebellion.com. That's where the main podcast lives. And you can also check out our main website, which is PondryNerds.com. Game Rebellion? Game in Rebellion. What are you rebelling against? Uh, modern games, mostly. They love uh, retro games. A lot of it. So if you're into retro uh, like gaming. Like what? Space Invaders? Galaga? Pac-Man? Yeah. Yeah. All um, that. And then some. Yeah. A lot of the uh, Super NES days and stuff with that. Even Asteroids? Back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All that, yeah. They definitely that's their that's their thing, and that's what they love doing there. You know what I really loved? Atari football tabletop arcade game. Oh wow! Do I've you, actually seen, I've I've played and seen that uh, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Four cool. plays on offense, four plays on defense, and your track ball on offense followed the guy with the ball, and your track play ball on defense uh, uh, carried the free safety. Love that game. Yeah, definitely check that out, folks, as well. <laughs> I played it. It's really fun, too. <laughs> Where um, can you find that anymore? Is it up arcade or any place like that? I have no idea. It wasn't in an arcade. Um, it was a cousin of mine that owned it. and uh, What, we, did actually own the arcade game? Yeah, like... It'll, He's you know, his family's a bit rich. So. Oh, his family's been rich. What happened? Yeah. Two thousand eight. Uh, I I don't know, but I haven't seen him in a while. But they had it, and I was like, it was really fun going to buy his house on the weekends. Um, but anyway, guys, we love you for listening. Definitely check out the Big Apple Con this coming Saturday. Don't be late. Be early if you can. You know, get in there and bring your costumes as well. And uh, come to check out all the great sites and what everything else is that's going on. Yeah, we got we got. Uh, you don't want to miss the deals from. We got the top comic book dealers there. You want to find a comic, old, new, good condition, bad condition. You know, there'll be like million dollar comics there, right. and there'll also be four for a dollar comics. Yeah. Come. <laughs> all right, guys, we love you for listening, and see you next time. Bye for now. Bye.